Well, welcome everyone. I am Larry Goldman, Chief Analyst at Analysis Mason. In today's podcast, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the unique opportunity that we think Broadcom has with this acquisition of VMware. And in doing this, I'm going to be talking with Gorkum Yigit, who's a principal analyst at Analysis Mason. He's responsible for uh, cloud infrastructure uh, and cloud networking research uh, at Analysis Mason. He's written a, um, a, a comment piece uh, just published a few days ago uh, about this acquisition and uh, this unique opportunity for it. So uh, with that, uh, I'll be uh, uh, welcoming uh, Gorkum to the podcast. So Gorkum, I read your article uh, about this unique opportunity uh, and found it really very interesting. So briefly, uh, tell us what is the opportunity that you think Broadcom has with the acquisition of VMware? Yeah, sure. So um, there are several uh, the major markets and technology trends um, that are making a seismic impact on the enterprise connectivity landscape at the moment. So we are seeing enterprises, you know, rapidly adopting multiple SaaS and, and public cloud services. Um, the supply chains are being deglobalized and, and, and transformed with cloud, edge and, and automation technologies. And also, you know, the hybrid working has just become the new norm in, in the post-pandemic times we are living um, right now. So all of these um, are creating new requirements for enterprises to connect their distributed clouds, applications and end users in a different way than they are doing it today. And this is causing um, a paradigm shift, if you will, from today's fragmented networking technologies to uh, more platform-based approaches using cloud-native SDN and, and, and disaggregation. So a big disruption wave is going to hit the enterprise connectivity markets. And this, this will be the opportunity uh, for Broadcom because mm. this acquisition gives a, a critical set of you know, cloud networking software and hardware assets that no single vendor have in possession today. Basically, um, VMware is the, you know, the cloud native substrate for networking and Broadcom is the Intel of disaggregated IP networking. So the combination of these would enable you know, the Broadcom to derive this cloud native networking platform vision and cultivate an ecosystem around it so with the highly disruptive uh, vendors out there in the market. So really, you're saying that not only is an interesting combination of things, but there's some unique developments going on uh, that have been developing in the market that make this uh, pretty valuable at this point in time. So um, that's that's really great about what's going on here and so forth. So so what is it that's going on with IP networking that's going to uh, that helps create this opportunity? Mm -hmm. I mean the, 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 the current IP networking approaches um, to multi-cloud connectivity especially are are simply failing. Um, because the large enterprises and, and their service providers are facing a lot of challenges in this, you know, highly complex and distributed networking landscape. Um, you know, the companies, they, they usually turn to uh, SD-WAN and, and SASE services, but these can, you know, only address a part of this challenge because, you know, the NetOps net teams, they still have to stitch together um, a fragmented set of underlay and overlay networks, and they set up, you know, highly time consuming and complex service chain between layer four and seven applications. And there is also, you know, the DevOps and the CloudOps teams, they need the networking resources, you know, as agile and as programmable as their cloud native applications. 
And also from, you know, the security point of view, you know, the SecOps people, um, they, they struggle uh, with the integration and consistency of the, you know, the security policies and then the mechanisms across these um, different um, the networks, clouds. So we are hearing enterprises um, complaining about, you know, their service providers not really fulfilling these needs in a timely and, um, and agile manner. So it usually takes operators um, six months or more, even some cases, to provision, you know, the multi-cloud connectivity. And this is isn't really acceptable. So we are seeing a strong market demand uh, for new um, cloud networking solutions that's going to enable you know, this multi-cloud connectivity in a much more rapid on-demand and, 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 and frictionless manner as well. So enterprises and service providers, um, they need to get the connectivity to flow um, anywhere they desire and adapt it to applications and the different security requirements in, in a much more programmable way. And there are, of course, um, different approaches um, in the market to achieve these goals, and different vendors are working it from uh, the various angles. But one approach, which is uh, the main opportunity for Broadcom and VMware, is uh, what we call IP Network Cloud. And we believe that you know that IP Network Cloud is the right direction uh, for incorporating um, the, the cloud native networking principles and, and economics into, into the IP networking. So that's very interesting, Borkum, that really we've had IP networking around for quite a while, but you're you're pointing out there's been quite a few new developments, uh, quite a few bit more network complexity. And you said there's this issue of IP network cloud then that, that you believe is really uh, the right way to go forward. So how is the IP network cloud different from what people do today with IP networking? Mm-hmm. Well, it is it is a highly radical approach to IP networking. Uh, to be honest, you know, compared to the other alternatives, uh, for example, you can create. Um, a heavy orchestration and automation layer on top of existing networks. So, you know, there are other ways, there are more evolutionary um, approaches. But what IP Network Cloud creates um, is an end-to-end connectivity platform, and it unifies um, the fragmented underlay and, and overlay networks I just mentioned. And also, you know, it converges them with um, layer four and seven application technologies in a single cloud. And it's it, it, it basically revives you know, the, the original principles of uh, software-defined networking, which was to provide a single um, the programmable routing control plane that is separated from the user plane. And this routing control plane you know, would span multiple network domains from data center to WAN, including multiple underlay networks. And since the routing control plane is um, decoupled and it is centralized and put in a cloud environment, this also opens up the opportunity um, to, to collocate um, the value adds uh, layer four and seven service in the same clouds. Because today, um, these services and uh, applications, um, they're both uh, as discrete solutions from, for example, checkpoints, um, Fortinet, Palo Alto, and so on. And their service chaining is, is, a, is a major problem across you know, the different networks and then the clouds. But if these applications are re-architected as, you know, the cloud-native microservices and, and managed in the same cloud environment with the control plane, the service chaining can be simplified and, and executed as a single pass process. And also, given that, you know, the control software, the logic and, and applications are decoupled from the, the hardware and the user plane, 
the underlying physical networks, they can be simplified and optimized. So you can use uh, open and, and disaggregated hybrid technologies, such as white boxes um, or cloud servers with smart NICs and, and DPUs. So overall, it is a major shift you know, to, to how IP networks are built and operated today. But it is kind of uh, the, the radical, um, I guess, the rethink, you know, that the multi-cloud connectivity um, needs um, today. Great. So I see you know, there's been a lot developing with uh, IP networking and multi-clouds are an important part of this. And great explanation, I think, of of these very specific things that uh, that IP network cloud brings to this. But stepping back from it, so what would you say, let's say, the business benefits are of this new approach? Yeah. Um, so there are several compelling benefits uh, that will drive that option. And I see that um, the speed of doing business will be the major benefits from an enterprise perspective because um, IP network cloud architecture involves radical network simplification in order to address um, all the complexity issues that I just uh, mentioned earlier. And, and also the, the service providers who will be able to build an IP network cloud will be highly cloud native and, and software capable. So this means it means that um, they will be able to create and, and deliver services much faster and, and cost efficiently than the, the traditional connectivity providers. Um, and also cost reduction is definitely another key driver. For example, uh, from the CapEx perspective, uh, last year we did a total cost of ownership analysis um, for disaggregation in the IP networks. And we found that um, white box uh, hardware model offers significant CapEx reductions, typically at the levels of um, 30 to 45%, depending on the deployments. And from the OPEX uh, perspective, you know, it is the cloud native automation and orchestration that offers the operational benefits across uh, you know, day zero, one, and then two network and service processes. So I guess to, to, to sum up really, um, IP network clouds could set a new benchmark for service velocity and, and change network cost economics. And both of these benefits uh, would reset the enterprise connectivity markets. Great, there really are some very significant sort of fundamental business benefits uh, that come from this approach. Uh, so turning our attention uh, really to the sort of the specifics of what's going on with the acquisition and what'll come from that, um, uh, one of the things I really uh, found by reading your uh, your article here is is that it isn't just you know Broadcom, a hardware company, uh, buying a software company and getting software asset, but really uh, the combination of things that Broadcom already has with VMware brings this unique value you're pointing to. Tell me about that. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, VMware has been building a, a strong cloud networking portfolio already. You know, over the last years, they uh, made several acquisitions and they were also in the process of integrating them into uh, a same platform. And also um, the VMware, you know, they launched uh, this Open Grid Alliance, which is a very interesting um, industry initiative. And it partnered up with um, some disruptive vendors, you know, such as Arcus and, and VMware. So going back to you know the, the control plane and, and the user plane points um, I made earlier, VMware and its ecosystem partners, they, they fill the you know the cloud native control plane role in the IP network cloud. But what makes this uh, you know combination of Broadcom and, and VMware really unique is the the Broadcom's assets and the market strength in the hardware layer. 
because um, as I've said before, you know, the Broadcom is really the Intel of disaggregated networking. A large majority of, of disaggregated IP networks run on um, Broadcom merchant silicon platforms, such as, you know, Jericho, Qumran, and, and Ramon. So Broadcom is already in a, you know, very strong position to influence the market. But with VMware, um, it will have the complete building blocks for control and the user planes. And you know we'll be able to open these up to an ecosystem of challenger vendors um, and and developers, so that you know it can compete much more strongly with the established networking vendors out there that you know they've been traditionally developing their own and then proprietary routing chipsets and and the network appliances. So it sounds like a great opportunity for Broadcom, a, a greater opportunity than I realized before I uh, read your article and so forth. So is there anything that you think might get in the way of of uh, them actually? Yeah. getting the benefit of this? Yeah, I, I can think of a couple of things. Um, the first and the most obvious one is, you know, whether Broadcom sees this opportunity and has a, has a greater ambition and long-term plan with VMware, you know, rather than just using it, you know, as a cash cow because, you know, based on their track record, that's what they usually do, you know, with their, with their acquisitions. So assets and capabil capabilities are there. But it will surely require, you know, additional investments to capture this opportunity. And we are not very sure, you know, Broadcom is willing to make that investment. And other potential roadblock um, I see. Um, so IP network, I see the IP network cloud in a very similar way to OpenRAN because both of them will be built by an ecosystem of players. Yes, it is true that Broadcom and VMware, they have, you know, all assets and building blocks and, and et cetera, but it's going to take a, an ecosystem to realize this vision. And in fact, you know, IP network cloud is, much more likely to cause a bigger disruption than OpenRAN because there are many more vendors and the players in the IP networking market with vested interest. So there's there's no doubt, you know, there will be a lot of fierce resistance and the competition uh, from the traditional vendors. And also um, it, it usually takes, you know, a lot of time and effort to realize these open network visions. And still there's no guarantee, you know, if and when they, they're going to gain traction and, and become mainstream. So what could really be helpful, I guess, you know, the, the buy-in and the support from hyperscalers and the public cloud, public cloud providers, because um, they're investing a lot in their IP networks, most of the time to enable, you know, their, their, their cloud services, but they're pretty much in the networking business. And they are the leaders of cloud and disaggregation. And also I believe that, you know, their invol involvement in this IP network cloud platform and division can give huge momentum and a tailwind behind the IP network cloud. So yes, there are some challenges and, and roadblocks, but I think they can be overcome, you know, with the right investments and the right ecosystem support behind it. So very interesting insights, I think, on this unique opportunity uh, presented by uh, Broadcom, uh, acquisition of VMware and and combining those assets in the right way and also just observations on on the state of things in the IP networking uh, the development of uh, IP network cloud so thanks very much for that Gorkum thank you thanks everybody for joining us today uh, for this podcast um, I'll remind you there is a uh, link in the show notes uh, to take you to the uh, article that uh, Gorkum has written uh, and um, uh, remind you uh, if you want to know about other podcasts we're doing to uh, subscribe to the podcast. And thanks very much for joining us today.